You're listening to the Wanderlust Swingers Podcast with Aussie hosts Kate and Daryl. If you're curious about exploring your sexuality or the swinging, hot wifing and non-monogamous lifestyle, you've definitely come to the right podcast. Or maybe you just love travel adventures. Either way, we share our personal, sometimes juicy, sexy stories as well as swingers club and event reviews, interviews with other sassy people and of course our global swinging adventures. We try to bring you a look into the diverse lifestyle that the swinging and non-monogamous community has. We hope you enjoy. Now Let's get into the episode. G'day guys and welcome back to the Wanderlust Swingers. This is episode 158 and we're going to be talking about our week at Hedonism. We went to Jamaica for seven nights, so if you want to listen to our full review of Hedonism as a kind of resort destination, head over and check out the last episode. And if you think about heading to Jamaica, do consider going with our friends, a casual swinger podcast. But this episode is all about our week on site, what went on and our adventures. But Daryl, are you ready for the cultural tidbit? Yes. The last one I did for Jamaica was a little bit of a Debbie Downer. Yes, it was. <laughs> so... This one, I, I mean, I think this is probably going to be one of those, like everybody knows this, but I figured I'd mention it anyway. So in since 2015, ganja has been decriminalized and while smoking weed in public is still illegal and punishable with a fine of Jamaican $500, you may have up to two ounces for personal use without it getting on your criminal record. Whoa. There you go. That's uh, a, also a Debbie Downer. Well, not really because like it's decriminalized and stuff. You can still smoke it for personal yeah, use. It's not public. a Downer. Oh, <laughs> I think. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think it's a downer. They do yeah, have uppers he- and downers. They have Hedo Weedo on site, which we did frequent. Well, frequent's probably a bit of a fucking stretch. We went there once. Yes. <laughs> frequent is obviously higher frequency, I would imagine, than Ca- once. Cash only, which was actually a little bit irritating, but, you know. Mm, not really a surprise. Yeah, not really a surprise. Given it's decriminalized, likely means that they can't use banks. It's not Yeah, legal, that's true. So. Yeah. Likely banks don't accept money from decriminalized activities. Look at you one-upping my cultural tidbit with, you Oh, know. I don't know that to be true. That could totally Let's not be a is. fact. Yeah, I was fuck it, why not? I mean, it's... Because we're podcasters, so everything we say is gospel. Fuck and it, absolutely. Correct and accurate yep. and knowledgeable yep. and... Yep, except when it isn't. Except when we're lying. Which is, you know... You'll well, have to guess. Yeah. So, hey, uh, I'm going to do this disclaimer again because, quite frankly, I... Uh, no, there's a lot of misinformation out there, but uh, to clear up any uneducated assumptions, no one had sponsored this event, our travel, or a visit to hedonism. The only people who sponsored this event were the delightful folks at our credit card company. Right. Shall we go and get into the episode? Well, we didn't use our credit card, though. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we, yes, we used our credit card. Yeah. But that's just because it's easier. Yeah. Yes. It's not that we hocked shit up on a credit card to be able to go there. That's not, I did hock up, hock up quite a few things. Yeah, I know, but they One of them also, being a charter flight. But then we just paid them. <laughs> Back, yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, our friends at Visa have a broader span of, of places we can pay. Mm. Or MasterCard. I don't really give a fuck who you use, by the way. Anyway. Or Maestro. Point, point is, uh, we paid, for the, uh, we paid for the event. Nobody else did. Good. I'm trying to think of who else is out there. Diners. Oh, God. That's old person, isn't it? No, it isn't. Still, no. still used. It depends on which country you're in. Still fucking hobbling along on like no, two fingers going clawing very, its way very well. out yes. of the dust. Exceedingly well. Yeah. Really? Yes. Holler at me if you've got a Diners Club card. I want to I hear about it. Day one is obviously the arrival day. Most people come in, they're pretty knackered. Like that's just how kind of travel works. Yeah, because you've traveled the four hours to get there from the continental US. <laughs> So you're totally fucked. For your cheap $150. Totally, totally worn out. Look, I don't want to say, 
you know, where, where, cry for me. If you're one of those people that are so, so, so close, um, casual swinger looking at you. But uh, travel day is really not a big thing, I guess, from some locations. But for us, I mean, a travel day is generally consisting of anywhere from 18 to 25, 26 hours. So we arrived, we arrived hella early. And I have to say, this day was actually probably my favorite day. It's up there as one of my favorite days. The first day? The first day. Okay. For me, I mean, obviously we had some bumpy bits on in terms of the checking in and knowing where in the, like you can go and listen to that in the last episode. But the energy for me on this day, I think was electric. And this is generally what happens. People come in on their first day and they just go hard because everyone's super excited to see each other. Right. So it's like electric. It's really energetic. It's great. Sounds electric. Sounds electric. Mm-hmm. But the pool party. So it was probably the most fun we had in the pool party all week as well. And I'll tell you a few things that. I mean, you're speaking for both of us though. You can't just, you can't just fucking throw it out there for, for me as well. The most fun I had in the pool all week. And we'll see if we're kind of, you're matching. We'll see. What the- <laughs> we'll fucking see. Okay. I'll give you some highlights because we've obviously got a lot to cover and I don't want to kind of do this step by step thing. But one of my favorite things was passing Mrs. Honeyspoon around like a birthday gift, past the parcel. Yeah, but it wasn't anything done wrap because she's, she was she's already, wee, she she's was already wee. naked. Yeah, she was naked. So there wasn't anything done wrap. But that was fun. She's she's only a wee little thing and she can't stand up in the pool without it just kind well, of – Well, she could be. She can, but she just looks like a head bobbing on the water. Yeah, and then the minute uh, anyone tries to move or a slight Constantly wave Constantly complaining past. about her calves hurting, you know. <laughs> so we were <laughs> holding her and I had her around my waist and stuff like that and it was just a lot of fun and kind of – I don't know, just kind of cheeky and stuff like that. But she did start rubbing her pussy on my leg at one point in time. Uh, so that was definite highlight for me. And also the three-way kiss between what I'm going to call Mr. Jeans, Honey Spoon, mm-hmm. and myself was a real turn on and a real delight. And I will say he went very hard on this day and was dancing, you know, naked, dick flaying by the pool. And we had this amazing, what I thought was amazing, three-way kiss. Spoke to him the next day at, coffee, at breakfast over coffee. Doesn't and remember it. Doesn't remember a fucking thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, I guess, you know, lesson learned is that sometimes something really uh, sexy to you maybe just, you know, doesn't even hit the radar of Mr. Jeans. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... Which I'll continue to give him shit about. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's how it should be. What about you for that first kind of pool party day? Fucking hell. I mean, you're stretching my memory here, Bob. I think I remember being at Hedo. <laughs> I remember there was some weird shit going on at the side of the pool. Like you said, Mr. Jeans, I was exposed to his penis doing circle work, which was, uh, I wouldn't say exciting, but certainly intriguing. Mm. I mean, it was it had a good circle on it. It did have a good circle. I'm not surprised he didn't remember anything. Yeah. Didn't he bring a bottle of whiskey in on the bus? He drank a few shots of whiskey right, yeah. coming in on the bus, yeah. So he was already, you know, at least a couple of sheets to the wind before – Arrival. Not not to say. I got to say, he holds his uh, he holds his boost quite well. So it's not that he was sloppy drunk. He was just a little bit boost. But I think everybody was at the end of that day. It was a pretty big day. Again, the typical overshoot on day one. Yeah, where everybody gets a little carried away. Mm -hmm. It was a typical overshoot. So dinner that night, we actually went to Flame Restaurant, which was situated up near the pool. Now, one of my highlights from that was Mrs. Honeyspoon crawling across the table seductively towards Mickey. Flame Restaurant is now like like that's now reopened down on yeah. the beach. For those of you who don't know, it was up on the pool, uh, up beside pool the pool at pool deck, the, uh, the main deck, area. I don't know. Yeah, the the well, maybe it's the poop deck. <laughs> yeah, so it was up there for a while just because they were renovating Flame mm. on the beach. So w- it was still called that restaurant, but it wasn't in that yeah. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So Mrs. Honeyspoon kind of crawling seductively across the table towards Mickey was was definitely a highlight. 
I'm glad it was just her because if it was me, the table would have fucking collapsed. Yeah, they they didn't seem that sturdy. Like when They're I fucking plastic tables. Yeah, man. I mean it would have been, it would have ended well if I decided to crawl across the table. Or poorly. No, well. Okay. For most of the people there, because I'd have fallen down, hurt myself. Everyone would be like, "Thank fuck, he's out of the picture now. We can concentrate on fuck trying to fuck Kate." Yeah, but they were. I don't want to say rickety, but certainly they weren't really weight bearing. No, not weight-bearing tables. Tables and definitely, yeah. yeah. I think if you were trying to like get up there and there was two people, like that would have been a bad situation. So Mickey stands up and he's getting ready to do a speech. And I'm actually standing next to Mr. Our Sexy Social and I turn to him and I'm like, oh, watch this. He's going to do the I Love You Man speech, you know, because obviously there's 20 of us around, I think roughly. Everybody's really lovely and I expect that he's going to get up and do the I love you, man. I can't believe you guys flew all the way to Jamaica. Like, let's make this week amazing for, for each other. I can't believe everyone flew, flew all the way to Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, just kind of do the I love you, man speech. But instead, it was a don't drink the water and walk on your own safety message speech, um, <laughs> which I gave Mickey shit about, obviously. So, yeah, that was definitely another highlight for yeah. me. Okay. I mean... I, one of my lessons learned, I have to say, for this, and definitely, definitely for Hedo as a, as a general rule, but for this night, I've got a lesson learned here, which we, I think, I don't know what your opinion was, I think we definitely should have played this, a night, this night and we should have set our intentions to not let the kind of sparkles wear off because I think that there was, like I said before, high energy, interest, and we should have done something that we should have collectively, as the people who wanted to play, should have done something about this this night. I agree. In fact, I kind of pushed you to do that in the evening i said we we should we should try and in, we should invite some people who we find interesting either to our room or somewhere else ah that was later because i do have the rejection non-rejection section coming up okay very soon that you can maybe talk about so that was day one went to bed i mean it was pretty late we partied pretty hard that day but went to bed next morning we got off site now one of the things that we try to do when we go to anything like this is get off site right fair well, yeah, I mean, you travel to somewhere else in the world, there's no real use staying on on site the whole time because if you do, you you don't get to experience any of the lo- local culture. Yeah. Which is part of the reason that certainly I travel. I know you, you're much more okay with, su- with drinking, st- sitting in the sun and rinsing and repeating for the next day, but for me, I need more than that. Mm, mm. Um, but, yeah, so this day we went off site, went to Rick's, which is – one of the really famous spots, I guess, in this particular area of Negril where people can do the cliff dive. It was about 50 bucks for the driver. It was $50 US dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And he would stay basically four hours for you. Yeah, something, something like that, yeah. Yeah. So we did actually, however, stop at the best in the West and we got some jerk chicken on the drive back. We did. Because obviously you're going to Jamaica. You have I mean, to we some. also, like, we were at the – I mean, you've kind of breezed over the entire time we were at – the, the place. Well, how did you feel about Rick's? We had two drinks. We had some pretty shit ordinary lunch and then you did a cliff dive and we left. Yeah, okay. So that's that's it. I mean, but <laughs> you just you said nothing about us it. like it didn't exist. It was fucking hot. You I did a cliff that. dive. We overpaid for it all and then we left. Yeah. Sweet. Did I? I mean, it's hang on. It's. I mean, <laughs> let's just explain that though. It is a tourist place, right? I mean, it's expected that you're going to overpay. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of expected that food's not going to be spectacular because that's how – Tourist places work. General price of things, though, I was, for a developing country, I was pretty surprised at the prices. Like, okay, take the jerk chicken, which, by the way, we bought ourselves some jerk chicken and the driver jerk chicken. Mm-hmm. And this is side-of-the-road jerk chicken. This is not like stopping in at a, you know, really fine dining restaurant or anything. This is jerk chicken from the side of the road cooked in a barrel, as it should be. 
Um, by the way, I did find the link. So if you are going to Jamaica, I'll put the link below in the show notes. But that was $25 US Yes, for two portions, two, two portions of two chicken. fucking chickens. It wasn't two whole chickens. Sorry, I got a half. So sorry, it was two chickens. Sorry, a chicken, a full chicken. chicken. Right. Yeah. Right, and some beans and rice, and it was twenty five US dollars for a side of the road food. Which I don't know. It, it's, it's for me if I'm comparing it to like places around Asia Pacific, and I'm thinking developing countries around Asia Pacific, like side of the road food, five ten bucks at max. Yeah, but when was the last time you bought a whole fucking chicken at the side of the road? I don't normally, but so so now I'll just round this up to full chicken from because normally you get a leg or or a, you know a couple of wings. So you think that price is fair and reasonable? I think it's I, I think it's okay. Yeah, okay. I'm being a cheapskate then. I just I just don't understand how Jamaicans <laughs> no. are affording that sort of that sort They're of. They're not. They're going to the other places that aren't fucking globally renowned as the place yeah. to get jerk chicken. Probably true. So we had dinner on site that night at the Italian restaurant. We went to the club. We did go to the club. Now, to the nightclub. The thing about, again, about Hedo, not, I guess, receiving the tour and not kind of getting any kind of set schedule or anything, we had no idea of when things were open or things were closed or whatever, and I actually didn't even know the place had a club. So I think at one point during dinner maybe somebody was like, oh, the nightclub opens tonight, let's all go down to the nightclub. And I was like, one, they've got a nightclub and what? <laughs> the nightclub was great because it was air-conditioned. Yes. Now you were dancing up a storm. Because it was air-conditioned. Yeah. I didn't dance any other time the whole time we were there because <laughs> the rest of the time we were not in air conditioning. I think you were on the dance floor with maybe Mrs. Honeyspoon or something. I mean I was I was there with her. There but there was others. I mean I was dancing with everyone. Yeah. There was a we had a I mean the whole group that we were there with were all dancing together and there were other people as well who dance in and dance out and yeah, it was just a standard dance floor with a lot of people Mm. You know, doing dancey shit. What do you think of the club? Because I don't actually think we. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really nice. Actually, the I liked that there's sort of two areas. One, so there's an area where the dance floor itself is, which is where the music is is pumping fairly heavily. Mm-hmm. Unts, but unts, then you unts, could unts, yeah. walk into where the bar is, and it's it's not separate, but it, there's only a uh, there's a doorway effect, or a wide doorway in between the two that gives it a bit of distance. Yeah, and just a little noise suppression, so you can actually chat quite. Easily yeah. around. Yeah, the little alcovey things, like little cubby houses kind of. Yeah, which were full of air conditioning. <laughs> That's what you remember from that. Now, I was actually hanging hanging back. I was hanging back chatting. Um, I My back was actually really, really sore and I was on like pain medication like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, like you were on day one. Yeah. Which is the reason that we didn't play. Yeah. Or at least that's the reason you offered. Actually, it was the reason why. Yes. I'm remembering now. I know. I've never been in so much Which bloody pain. Which is why I said to you that – because I, I, we said that night and even the, even the night we're talking about now, the second night, we had kind of gone with the intent of potentially playing, but mm. we, we you, again, were in a lot of pain, so we didn't. Yeah. I, I had an alarm set on my phone for the, the distance between taking medication so I could make sure that I'm getting it exactly – as I as I could actually, it's almost take it. like hunching over like a dog fucking a tennis ball on a plane for you know eight hours is not good for you. Now I was so like I was in the bar chatting. Now I was actually chatting to M, and it was really fucking hard to concentrate because he had this massive Jack Sparrow hat on. Do you remember that? And I yes. was like, how the fuck did you pack it? But yeah, massive Jack Sparrow hat because it was sailor night. So yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. Because most people with their sailor outfits, like they were wearing like you know tiny little sailor outfits that you can pack in a zipper. I bag. feel like a Jack Sparrow hat though you know, can be crumpled and uncrumpled it and can then be. And still be very Jackie Sparrow-esque. That's true. It's probably, if you're thinking about going as like a full-on piratey like sailor. Him, I feel like him could pull off the Jack Sparrow walk as well. I reckon he could actually too, yeah, yeah now that I'm thinking about it. So We should challenge him to that the next time we see him. <laughs> Jack Sparrow walk. Yeah, I think he could do it totally. Hey, uh, fun thing. I'll be the judge of that. 
So we happened to be there with the Not Your Averages, Mr. and Mrs., and they sent in some audio. Did they? Yeah, so about their time on site. So I'm going to play their audio now, and then we'll come back and we'll chat about what they said. Hey, Kate, it's the Not Your Averages coming live from the hot tub, trying to be cool like the honey spoons, maybe get some water splashing in the background. Um, We've got uh, some things to talk about with Hedo. The most surprising thing, what do you think? How quickly it felt completely normal to be naked and how weird it felt to be clothed after you were used to being naked. (laughs) Yeah. Like if you'd get ready to go out or something and you're hanging out, getting ready to to leave and yeah, everybody's naked but you. You feel awkward and out of place. So weird. (laughs) I felt really comfortable, but I also had this constant nagging worry that I'd walk out of my room to go refill our water bottles. And the staff member would run up to me and be like, oh, no, not on Thursdays. Thursdays is when we have people come in to fix things. And, you know, I'm always just assuming I'm going to get in trouble. But, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. Um, What about the least fun or good thing? Mm. I can tell you what mine was. That we didn't find out those amazing playrooms had showers until the last night. Because... (laughs) That particular thing was a real barrier to play because I loved the nude pool, loved hanging out at the nude pool. Didn't exactly feel comfortable playing because I don't know about you, but I like a little bit of a freshen up before um, <laughs> any kind of activities so that I just feel comfortable about myself. And uh, um, Yes, definitely a freshen up after the pool. Yeah, you know, just splash a little water on my face, but not out of that pool. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, once we discovered there were showers, uh, that was a big game changer. Too bad it came on the last night. Uh, And that kind of runs us into the sexiest thing. Uh, I really think when we went to the playroom with a group and got to just be part of that very amazing environment with people that we really like, that was awesome. That was the sexiest thing. Yeah, the playroom was really sexy, and being able to go with people that you know around you makes it even better. particular moment for me is when we were taking a break because everybody got too warm in the very cold, what we thought was hot tub, but the water was very cold. So you were just standing there at the edge of the tub uh, with one leg up. I can picture the pose right now in the blue light. It's frozen in my mind. It was incredibly hot. So, Glad you liked it. Yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. Man, if the Hedo people would just give a tour of the facilities and walk you around and show you important details like, hey, here's a shower right next to the playroom. So when you get out of the pool where you're feeling just a little bit uh, sticky, yeah, it'd be nice to have known that. Because honestly, at like 2 a.m. when you get out of the pool after drinking for many, many hours... When you go back to your room for a shower, um, if you're like us, you have trouble going anywhere else after two. Um, Anything you'd like to add? No, it was great trip. Oh, that was the key. More important than the location is the people. Absolutely. Traveling with the very best people. That includes you, Kate and Daryl. Love you, Kate. Love you, Daryl. So how do you feel about the freshen up there, Daryl? What is this freshen up that we're talking about? <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. What do you think generally about the the Mr. and Mrs. Not Your Averages kind of experience there? Well, it sounds like they had fun. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good thing. Mirrors us a little bit 
in terms of what they were trying to say, but yeah, I think, I, I think so. I think we we missed out on a number of play sessions though for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, your spine for some reason the only time in history yeah. in history yeah. that you've ever had any back pain yeah. other than you know standard everyday sort of. I've done something stupid and now I have back pain. Yeah, yeah. The first time you've ever had back pain, and you certainly, you know, there were I think three days in the three days of the seven, you were in too much pain really to even contemplate playing. Yeah, and then the fourth day, you left it too late. It was like four a.m. and you went, "Ah, oh, I've decided that it, I'm not at my best, and I'll probably fall asleep while somebody else is fucking me." So that which, might- which is exactly what the not your averages just said. By the time you get back to the room to freshen up and shower off and everything, and then you're going to go play. Yeah, but if that you, wasn't the problem. If you're already doing that at two, three, four in the morning, like it just adds to it as opposed to just being like, let's go play now. But you were already, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah, knackered. They actually sent me another file, which I haven't even listened to yet because something sparked their memory. So I'm going to go ahead and play that and see what else they have to say. I was listening to the Hot Wife Diaries and heard something that reminded me of what I found to be an incredibly hot moment in Jamaica and quite memorable. So I'm just hanging out in the pool, minding my own business. And uh, a certain Miss Milford goes to get drinks for a lot of us. And uh, when she gets back, she's carrying like six drinks. And uh, you know how you, you kind of have to squat down to set down the drinks all at once so you don't drop them. And uh, I was eye level and couldn't look away. <laughs> and she <laughs> looked up and saw that I was mesmerized. And I forget exactly what she said. But she was something like, oh, well, something about that must be quite a fucking view or something. I can't remember what it was. It was great, though. And uh, so we both got a laugh out of it. But uh, it's a moment and a view that I've certainly thought about since. Thanks, Kate. See ya. Pervert? Yes. <laughs> I concur. I mean, okay, let's talk about the whole being nude in public thing. It's, it's let's talk about how Daryl's part of this group <laughs> as well. To be fair, I'm the one who asked them to send the audio in, so come on. Gotcha. Yeah. Just remember me, people. Oh, tears for Daryl. Yeah. Most people can't forget me because they find me endearing or obnoxious, one of the two. So, Yeah, that's true. Sometimes a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. But being naked in public and being naked at a lifestyle resort, this comes up in confidence so often. And as does one of the things of like, can you look at other people when they're nude? How do you feel about looking at people when you're at a resort like this and everybody's nude? Like, is there there etiquette on staring? Is there etiquette on looking at their junk? Like, what's your general thoughts on... I think very quickly it passes, but certainly I, I have a I do have a distinct memory of of uh, I think four of the ten couples we were with on the first day we went down to look at the nude pool mm-hmm. and we went, we walked down there clothed turned around and walked back and they were walking down to the nude pool nude mm-hmm. and I distinctly remember seeing them all and thinking fucking hell I don't want to have to take my my clothes off around these cunts yeah because they're all gorgeous yeah but. I mean, like, and we found this out through the event as well, every single one of those couples and individuals also has their body confidence confidence issues as well. They mm-hmm. just happened to embrace it a little earlier than I did. Yeah. So, yeah, it was I – th- I think it's one of those things that fades fairly quickly and it doesn't even – the whole looking at people's bits, as long as it's not overt and inappropriate – yeah, well, what, what defines that? What's the difference between, you know... The hab- person who you're looking at. Right. <laughs> Whatever their thoughts on the matter yes. are. It's true. It's really hard to gauge then because you could look at somebody's junk and they're just like, cool, woo, junk. And then you look at somebody else's junk and they're like, hey, 
please stop looking at my junk. You know, yes. so how, how do you... And you can accidentally brush against somebody's junk in the pool and some peop- somebody will find that horrific. Yeah. And I mean, accidental is, is by definition accidental, but mm. it still doesn't mean it's appropriate. Yeah, But exactly. it's still accidental. Yeah. And then you get other people who... who I mean, it's just another thing floating past them in the pool. It, yeah. it, it's not a concern. So, yeah, it, it's it's a difficult tightrope tight rope to walk without asking everybody in the pool for consent every time you walk past them. Yeah, that's true. And in some cases, there's, it's a very tight space. You know, when the pool's full, full, it's actually very difficult, especially, I mean, I think as a woman, the top half is going to, to, to make its way around the pool. You yeah. know, you're going to rub breasts again against a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. As a guy, you end up with your penis rub, floating, rubbing against a lot of people as well. Yeah. Not that you try to achieve that. I mean, certainly, unless you're a fucking pervert, you don't try to achieve <laughs> that. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's – but the whole body confidence thing is just – it's standard. I think we've we've run over that so many times in our podcast now. Everybody thinks they're fucking ugly. Yeah. No matter who they are. Everyone has a problem when they look in the mirror. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If you look in the mirror every day and you think there's something wrong – for the entirety of your life, then that's probably a good reason to seek some some professional help. Some help, but if you look occasionally and find yourself and, and say, "Hey, I'm actually feeling good about how I look today," pretty you're normal. probably normal. Yeah. Uh, quote unquote normal, yeah. like the rest of us. Mm, okay. So the next day we had we spent a lot of our time on this next day as a sixum with the honey spoons and the Judas, and I really felt privileged to be able to spend some downtime with them all. But what I will remark on one of my takeaways from this day is that Induda was the third person to comment that they enjoyed the quote unquote relaxed Kate and that it was just so nice to hang out naked, act foolish, tell jokes, laugh and be weirdos, etc. Because the times that they have spent with me have maybe been at my events or I've been working, you know, things like that. So it was great to spend some just personal time with the six of us kind of being a bit silly, running around the event, kind of drinking, dancing and being foolish and making jokes. But I did find it funny that he was, they were the third person to comment about this version of Relax Kate. Yeah, well, not Relax Kate is a bit of a bitch. Not Relax Kate is a bitch, eh? I come to my events where I'm not Relax Kate and you can uh, witness me being a bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, man. We had dinner last that, that, that night at the buffet. Uh, I actually sat next to M&J from Carolina and uh, we chatted about travel and water and the ocean and everything. And they, they were really, really interesting. They, they have dogs. They love travel. And I just really enjoyed also that time to kind of chat with them. So that was kind of my, that was my, my third day. Um, really so we didn't get to spend a lot of time with her for the rest of the week from, from there she on in, actually. Because she, she became unwell after that. I think it was after that night or during that night, maybe. I think it might have been during that night, yeah. yeah which was unfortunate because we, uh, we, we really enjoyed hanging out with them. Yeah, they're both lovely. But yeah, that was really unfortunate. I guess it's one of those things where as much as you can be a Boy Scout about these things and plan and travel and everything else, like sometimes when you get to an event, you can eat yourself. Shit just fucking happens. Stuff just happens. And so she was for the yeah. rest of the trip. Basically, um, she'd come out and say hello, but then go back to the room. She was not well. well, not well for the rest of it, pretty much until the last day, which I think is when she was fairly well recovered. But it was the last fucking day. Yeah, it's the last so, day. You know, yeah. everyone's well, not everyone, but certainly different people are going home at different stages of the day. Yeah. The next day, we actually went offside again. We went offside with the honey spoons, and we were visiting with. She just happened to have one of her oldest friends from Canada. Uh, going to Rick's Cafe. So the Not Your Over just came along. I had to borrow a bikini from Mallory because nude resort. And you did the, the cliff dive again twice. Yeah. 
I really should try to post that to social media, actually. I actually have that video somewhere. should try to post that. So you did the cliff dive twice and um, I guess tried to turn Mrs. Honeyspoon's vanilla friend. I didn't. You were joking about it. You were really taking the yeah, piss out of her. I was her. having a lot of fun saying that we were going to fuck her, yeah. <laughs> Which she was not really a fan of. But I didn't, didn't even, you know, didn't even broach that in conversation while we were there. No. No. But I did tell her the entire morning that we were going to, that, yep. that I was going to try and fuck her, yes. By the way, I've never, ever thought that that's something that's of interest to me. No. It just feels dangerous, way too dangerous. So, yeah, it was, but it was a lot of fun fucking with her. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was the first time we actually kind of spent some time in the pool at Rick's as well. So we were just all, the eight of us kind of just hung out, kind of spending time in the pool there at Rick's. And you, yeah. did, the, you did the cliff dive as well, which was quite fun for you. You did it another two times, so. Yeah. You know, was, that was not bad again, getting off site. So it's like for us, it's kind of spending a day on site fully and then jumping off site for a little Couldn't bit. Couldn't convince anyone else to do the cliff, cliff dive. No, everybody else was like, yeah, Daryl, off you go, have some fun. Yeah, go and die. <laughs> it's only like 20 feet. I don't know. I have no. 10 metres. Okay. Roughly. So it's not so high. What about the local the local pastries that we stopped oh, with man, a van? They were and fucking good. All the boys got out of the car and went and got the pastries. Yeah, the pastries were quite good. Uh, they were kind of, well, I mean, they were, for the Australians listening, which there still are some, they're kind of like pasties, but with a lot less meat in them. Mm. Yeah, they were good. I really enjoyed them. And there was chicken, beef. No idea. Yeah, chicken, beef, uh, something other, like a different type of chicken. That's what I remember. <laughs> what I remember is that, so we all got one in the in the van on the way back. Did you buy the driver one again? I hope so. No, he didn't want one. He didn't want one. No. So on the way back to, to Hedo, we're sitting in the back of this van, just all chatty, 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 having a great time, you know, eating these local Jamaica pasties. And because they're so goddamn flaky, I was so paranoid about putting flakes, flake-like paste, pastry kind of stuff all through the driver's car because I didn't want him to get pissed off at us. <laughs> yeah, yet I didn't give a fuck. Yeah, nobody else really got I don't think anybody else yeah. was like, eh, but. I mean, it's pastry. It's not like world-ending. Yeah. Now, this was, this was Neon Night, and I'm going to talk about my – what kind of happened with my neon nine in a second, but you shot your shot and oh. you shot your shot, you shoot your shot, you had a shot of your shot. I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. You broached potential play with a couple and you received some, what I'm classifying as polite rejection. And I think sometimes putting out a firm no is definitely better than a maybe. All the time putting out a firm no is definitely than a may, better than a maybe. But you approached a couple and it was the response was kind of wishy-washy and it was like, maybe I have to talk to my partner. I'm not sure how, you know, and I think what that was was a polite rejection as opposed to a firm out no. We had a polite rejection, but then only to figure out in the next few days that that wasn't the case. I mean, that that's okay. Now, that night we all, so it was neon night, which generally speaking, I think neon night for most people is up there as one of the best nights. What I will say about the whole uh, costume thing for Hedo we really did not organise costumes this time. No, we were – well, certainly I was way too fucking busy before this event to even contemplate it. Both of us were, and I think we saw this as really a chance for not needing to be too stressful, right? A bit of decompression is yeah. what we were kind of aiming for, yes. Hence the charter flight, et cetera, to like make it the most smooth journey that we possibly could. So we did not put a lot of thought and planning into our costumes. Now, I wore – I actually happened to have – some like really bright pink lingerie and some bright colored shoes and things that would work for the theme. What I will say is that definitely this night was a great night. We were outside dancing. So this night they didn't have the entertainment under that roof area. They had it kind of out and there was a little bit of a breeze and stuff like that. And I was dancing with you and we hung out and we watched some of the performances. 
And because of the fact that it was like, okay, hot and everything else, and I was just wearing lingerie, that for me was like a more comfortable, enjoyable night. The other ones were like crazy, crazy. Yeah, agreed. They were all hot. Unfortunately, it was very. it's very difficult. Given that I hadn't planned anything, it was difficult for me to come up with things on the night as well. So it was my, my costumes were always lackluster at best. Yeah. Which is actually something that I think was shit. I don't. I didn't like that feeling. So that's something we need to not repeat as well. Yeah. So I guess the lesson learned there is that we went in with the intention of being a bit relaxed, relaxed. and it just made it more fucking difficult. And it made it a little bit more uncomfortable and difficult for us. What uh, do you remember, Honeyspoon and I dancing around in the buffet area? No. <laughs> no, I don't. This was funny. We were being absolute weirdos dancing around in our lingerie and everything else in the buffet because we had buffet for dinner. And like walking around and like trying to dirty flirt with each other about like, mm, you know, French dressing oh, and this sort of funny stuff. It was just hilarious. It was such a funny kind of, it just for me is like. It feels like it might have been one of those you had to be there scenarios. I think it, but that's what I'm saying. It was like that we're both a little bit weird and we kind of were fully embracing the weirdness that night. <laughs> Didn't care who was watching. And uh, yeah, that was, that was really delightful. We also tried to. Uh, pick up Mallory as well at the bar by pretending that we were oh so lonely and we really needed a hard dick to fix us all. <laughs> Got it. And how'd that work out for you? She was like, please get away from me now. Yeah, Thank you. you guys are fucking weird. <laughs> You're a bit fucking weird. Do you want to talk about the orgy invitation and how that all came about? I mean, the original conversation was, was uh, led by somebody giving a signal to – you don't remember the signal? There was a signal, but then uh, there was actually – the signal was a joke. There was a, a full-on conversation about this is this is who's invited. They know that I'm going to invite you. They know that there's, you know, just because you're going, it's not consent. Like that sort of conversation is what I'm talking about. I don't, for starters, I don't think I had any, I don't think I was deeply involved in that conversation. That, what you've just issued there is basically what was discussed. I mean, it's like we know the, the we, we, you know, you know who, these are the people who are coming. If you're interested, you can come. Just because you're coming doesn't mean you're part of an orgy. It means that you're in a room with with a group of people. Yeah, yeah. That that was it. I mean, that was the 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 length of the conversation, really. Now we did not go because this was where I was like, yeah, yeah, it sounds great. I think it was three thirty four in the morning. Sounds maybe if not that that late. It wasn't that late. Two thirty maybe. Two two thirty. Get back to the room to shower and everything else. And at this point, I was like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Now. Later found out that they did do the encircle of intentions in terms of at the event, like who's comfortable, wants to do X, Y, Z. But what I found out was that there was really no room in that room anyway, so it's probably lucky and a good thing we didn't actually go because I understand space was quite limited. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I don't know that it was a good thing we didn't go, but we didn't go. Yeah. It would have been a good thing if we went for different reasons, but yeah. Now, the next day you had one of your usual days by yourself. I had a part of a day by myself, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So just to decompress again, have a relax. Actually, it was more in this case, I think, not so much getting away from people, but more I needed to get away from the alcohol for a while, just not drink. And the food. I don't think you, you didn't eat. No, I didn't really. I mean, the food The food is, is good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. but it, it, And so is the drinks. The drinks are good as well. The, the, the issue is, is it's – for, for all for all of this for me is the same no matter which resort I'm at and whether it's lifestyle or not if it's an all-inclusive I just run out of things that I'm excited about having yeah drinks or food yeah and and it's the same here so this this is not unusual it's not isolated to just 
lifestyle events. It's everything. Yeah. Every every time we go to a resort, it's the same problem. Yeah. So that day, yeah, I just didn't. I mean, also we'd been. It's overeating. It's it's massive indulgence, right? It's overeating, over drinking, late nights, sexy stories, sexy play. It's all indulgent. Everything. Yeah. And it's nice to just not hang out. Do that. Okay. You know, like you, you can't. It's the equivalent of not training for a marathon because that's what it is, right? We, we don't eat or drink like that or or stay up until all hours of the morning like that any other time other than we're at these events. And they're a marathon. And then right? you do it and, the next day. And then you do it the next day and the next day and the next day. So so it's the equivalent of turning up to a marathon without any training. Actually, it's the equivalent of turning up to a marathon without wearing any fucking shoes. <laughs> That's what it's equivalent of. Because, in a, a three-piece suit. Because <laughs> you've never – yeah, it's, it's just – you've never lived like you will live at a resort. Mm. It, well, you could, but it, you'd only do it for a year and then your fucking kidneys and liver would yeah, fail true, and then true. you'd die. So this was the day that as a group a bunch of us went off-site and had lunch at the Lobster Dude down the road. So he comes – you didn't. I wasn't there. You were there. He comes along the beach. The lobster comes along the beach to with his lobsters to kind of sell his wares and then you can go walk down the beach. So you have to leave hedonism, go through sandals and walk down the beach to the lobster do. But I do feel sorry for the lobster he brings with him. Me too. I kind of feel bad about it. Poor um, fucking lobster. Yeah. So it's kind of nice again to get off, off resort, head down, eat something different. It was a bunch of small, like not everybody came, just a bunch of us, but um, I, I have some audio. Okay. You want to hear it? As long as it's not the lobster squeal as it gets thrown into the pot. <laughs> No, that would be horrible. Okay. They, they do that. Uh, shh. They do. Shh. So the guy's called the – it's the fireman lobster pit in the grill and he walks up and down the beach and if you engage with him, he has this kind of spiel. Yes, uh, although I do think that he is um, – his mind is somewhat otherwise engaged during his entire walk because <laughs> I feel I feel like there's a there's either a mountain of uh, I think he's getting through at least the two ounces a day that you referred to early that are decriminalised or or um, he's very drunk one of the two no he's yeah. not fuck yeah he's just a bit of a character but no, again I think he's living his best life I just don't think it's going to be a long one maybe he is fucking living his best life I ain't he got is. no judgement no no I'm not casting shade I just think it's not <laughs> fucking I don't think he's got a long life if he continues yeah. the way he's going you can't you can't do that man although he did quote that lobsters are a clear are a cure-all like eating lobster is good for everything yeah like a lobster a day keeps the death away death away <laughs> Except for the lobsters. Yeah, so that's the the fireman lobster. If you guys want to check it out, I'll put it. I'll put the show Is notes. Is it fireman in. or fire pit? Fireman lobster pit negril. Okay, got it. Fireman lobster pit negril. So yeah, that night was fetish night. Now we actually, you came out of the room. We had a bit of dinner. You got extremely sick and went back to the room. Yes, <laughs> that was. It was like it was like your. Uh, you're a little like, okay, I'm going to like, you know, it's time to party and head out and it's like, yeah. What I will say about this, so it was a fetish night. I wore my kind of black see-through dress and I had my tiny little flogger with me and this was where I also had the I'm in a fall reference from, guess who? Mrs. Honeyspoon. You mean when you're flogging, when you were flogging her, she said you're at a four. I mean context, sweetheart. That no, means no fucking context. Nothing guessing, without, guessing. Yeah. Okay. So we, we had that reference on, on the episode we, we did about our time in uh, Montreal and she gave you the, ah, oh, you're at about a four, kind of I'm at about a four reference. And uh, I actually had one of those uh, pre 
that trip to Canada uh, in in Jamaica with my little with my little flogger. I mean, it'd be hard to be anything above a four with that flogger. I know it's very soft. It's, <laughs> it's not very really. small and very soft. It's not a flogger. It it's a fucking toy. It's a little yeah. It's, it's a actually little. a toy. It came in a toy kit. It's a little toy. Yeah. But yeah. Still quite good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. Did I make that question enough? I don't. I don't know. Next day, next day, we we went to breakfast, had a really, really long breakfast, and decided to head down and be away from the nude pool. But we went into the ocean, and there's a little kind of net around section around the ocean, and to keep the fucking sharks out because there's sharks anywhere. There's ocean people. There's sharks. I saw these little fish, and then I saw my own reflection at one point in time, and absolutely fucking freaked out. Do you remember? Yes. <laughs> you thought it was a shark. I'm such a dog. You missed that. So that that was the day they cleared the beach as well, because the day before there was still wash up coming from various weather issues. Yeah, there was a because there was a whole tornado, not tornado, fucking um, hurricane. hurricane in Florida. No, um, sorry, weather issues. Now that was a really fun day. So I like that you are hanging out, but and you can hear the music, but you're not kind of in the nude pool, kind of again with everybody rubbing up on on you. Still so, nude though. Still nude. So. But this is the night we went to the restaurant offsite. So we all got on the big bus. The whole group got on a big bus and we went to Ivan's Restaurant and Bar, which is a it, the hotel itself is called Catch a Falling Star. And we went there and we took a few photos on Sunset and we just kind of went offsite as a crew. And that, that was a really, really nice. And also the best food I ate on the entire trip. I was about to say. The fucking goat curry there was like, fuck a dude awesome. Yeah. That goat curry was the best that we've ever had. So if you guys get the chance to go to this place, definitely, definitely go there because the food was perfect. Be aware goats are the boniest animals in the world, <laughs> which means no matter what goat thing you eat, it yeah. always has bones in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was really good. And then we all went back and we went to the piano bar and this is where Mr. and Mrs. Honeyspoon, I guess, became the star of the evening. The guy was looking around for different people in the crowd and the piano player and you could you could clearly see that he was trying to find people that – didn't seem too nervous, maybe, and would be – I guess you've you got to read the room and figure out who's going to be interested in doing this. But he calls up Mr. and Mrs. Honeyspoon. He was like, hey, you, is that your partner? I'm like, yes, come up here, dance on the piano. Now, he gets Mrs. Honeyspoon up first, and she starts dancing all sexy. And he's like, no, 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 Mr. Honeyspoon, you got to come up as well. Yeah. And then from from there proceeded to get them to over the course of a song or maybe two. Maybe two, yeah. Uh, got them proceeded to get them to change their clothing over. Yeah. From one to the other. <laughs> no, they actually didn't strip each other off. I think they stripped themselves off and switched clothes. Well, that was what was funny because I remember that it started with Mrs. Honeyspoon first of like stripping her off. And I think both Mr. Honeyspoon and everybody else in the crowd just assumed that was where it was going to go. It was they had to strip each other off because then the piano man was like, hey, no, now you've got to then do Mr. Honeyspoon. And I, he was such a champion because I know this is not his usual – this is not where he usually likes to be and I knew like with the attention on him, but he was such a good sport and I could just – as soon as the piano guy was like, no, now you've got to do that, I I could feel across the room that he was like, no. But he, he, was, he did it, but it was so funny. So after they then got stripped off, it was then – put each other's clothes on. So yep. she started wearing his outfit and then he had on the tiniest little black dress and uh, G-string number. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which they both pulled the off. The G-strings didn't, didn't stay on because, no, he broke it and then I had to fix it. <laughs> they, they, they looked good though, good sports. Would you have done that? Yes. You would have, yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah. It is a lot though. Like if you go to these things and they kind of put people uh, on spot. So, so I think there's another thing to take into account here. He's also judging people on their – size and weight so that they don't break the fucking piano in half. 
Yeah, I guess so. I'm not sure you and I standing on the lid of a piano would be <laughs> what's best for the piano. What's best for the piano? Well, not breaking in half is what's best for the piano and us two on it would definitely throw it out of tune mm-hmm. significantly. Yeah. But potentially snap the fucking thing in half. Yeah. Yeah. So to finish up, the next day we went on a catamaran out to the caves and everybody did some snorkeling. I get quite seasick so I just take I just took some pills and everything else. But, I mean, a catamaran's a big one. Some people really like it. I'm kind of much to muchness. I, I don't know what your thoughts are. I thought it was great. I yeah. mean, it was nice. To, it was also nice to just, again, get away, get away from the – Rinse and repeat. Mm. So it was nice to get out there, even though it was similar in many ways. You know, you're still drinking in the sun, and but yeah. it was nice to just go and cruise down the, the coast and have a look at different things. We you saw jumped in and did some snorkeling? The first location I did, yes. Yeah, I didn't at the caves. So quite a few people swam into the caves, uh, which I didn't do, uh, only because I was engrossed in conversation yeah. at the time. Yeah, yeah so it was uh, – yeah, it was good. I mean, it was – Again, it was lovely. It was really nice to get away and, and just have a have a bit bit of a relaxing time. And also, it was with a group with the group that we knew. Yeah, so it was 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 a nice day out for sure. It's good to see the coast as well and see what it looked like from from a little further from the out. water. Yeah, yeah. That night was what they call gala night at hedonism, which I thought Kate totally misread <laughs> and gave me. <laughs> Also a total mystery. I gave you a fucking bum steer in the, the biggest way. The hugest fucking bum steer. Well, what did you turn up in, Daryl? A fucking suit. <laughs> and what does gala night mean at Hedo? It means a gala event of all of the different bands coming together and a big, a big event and also all the foods are all there. So it's like different foods from around the world in one place. So it's actually rock star night? Yes. <laughs> so everyone's dressed as a rock star and I'm in a fucking three-piece suit. In the Jamaican heat. In the Jamaican heat, which was I was not happy about from the moment we left the fucking room. So you actually went back to the room. Fuck yeah, I went back. <laughs> to <change>. Immediately. Because <laughs> it was fucking steaming inside that suit. Yeah. <laughs> and and got changed immediately into basically gold short shorts and a fucking, I don't, something else of yours to try and rock star you it up. Or something in a tie. I don't know what you were doing, but... Bit of a mishmash, hodgepodge. Well, I didn't have a. I mean, for starters, the only thing we prepared for the entire fucking was event the was night. the gala night. <laughs> Otherwise, why the fuck would I take a suit yeah. to a to a swingers resort? Well, no, to a fucking clothing optional swingers resort. Who's taken suits? It was my full suit. You did you iron it and everything? Yes, yeah. I fucking ironed it. <laughs> I ironed my fucking shirt, everything. <laughs> Spent fucking. 20, 30 minutes in the room making sure everything looked all nice and gala only to then get there and realise that I look like a gala rather than a fucking gala. Anyway, that's kind of our week. We, we left. Uh, we almost didn't get on the plane to Canada because hashtag visa. Yeah, they made a visa change like the week <laughs> or sorry, the month before we arrived. Yeah. yeah. Da-da. Da-da. But yeah, we flew in and out. That was good. I enjoyed that. Yeah, that was good. Definitely. But uh, yeah, that was kind of our, our weekend hedonism and everything we kind of did. Obviously, not everything, but you got to bullet point this. Otherwise, we'd, we'd be talking for days. Now, like probably seven. Seven days. Because that's how long we were that's there. That's how long right? we were there. Yeah, so if yeah. we gave it everything, it'd be. Yeah, not good. I'm not sure too many people would turn up to listen to seven days of me talking. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I, mean, don't, I don't like doing it. Uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> if I can be married to me forever now. You've still got the crickets on there. I still have the crickets. I feel like that's one of the buttons that you just got to have. Crickets? Yeah. Mm. They actually sound a little bit more like 
small group of canaries talking to each other, by no, the probably way. Do. Hey, so coming up next, we're going to talk about our trip to Oasis Aqua Lounge in Toronto, our fun at New Year's Eve, which has just happened, and if we get permission, some playtime with our first Dutch couple in their fancy, fancy boudoir. If. If we get permission. Yes. We haven't gotten that yet. We have not. They may tell us to fuck off. They may. Which I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> They'd tell you to fuck off. They, like they would not. Yeah, totally. They'd be like, they totally fuck would not. you, Kate. Yeah. So that was kind of our week. Uh, thanks for sticking around. We know that might have been a little bit boring for you guys to kind of listen to. Fuck. I mean, if that's boring, then, you know, I mean, shit. Just shit. I mean, it was a fucking spectacular week with a lot of fun and a lot of sexy times, even though, you know, there was only one sexploration while we were there. Yeah. But it was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I mean, just don't break your back in the plane on the way there next time. Yeah. And I guess this is this is another one of those things where it's like you meet all these great people but they're just spread all over the world, right? And then it's just hard to kind of get back together with them again. Yeah, I mean, the only place we're going to do that is either Desire or Hedo, right? That's really where it's going to happen. And they are like, – I can't speak highly enough of the group of people that we went with. They were fucking awesome. Yeah. And even, you know, as a understanding of that, we had a chat group before we went and we still have one and it's still now and, and, you know, everyone was still talking about New Year's on New Year's. So they're obviously not only sexy people, but they're very good people as well. So I'd happily spend time with them and I'd happily have them stay in my house. Well, that's another thing too. We, we have open-ended um, invitations to so many places around the world at the moment because everyone's like, yeah, if you ever get to Carolina, like, come and you can hang yeah, out with us. Yeah, all we need is the money. Hang out with our dogs. Just, it's just the money. We <laughs> we'll just show you around. The money. Yeah. <laughs> the money in the holidays. Just the money in the in the days off work, yeah. Yeah, just hey, that. Hey, credit card company. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> so uh, if Visa, Maestro, MasterCard, American diners Express Club. or Diners is w- wanting to to uh, sponsor <laughs> our fucking travel. Absolutely open to that. If you want to sponsor us to go and have sex with other people, <laughs> please send an email to email at wanderlustswingers.com. By the way, I'm pretty sure they're all trademarks, so please don't fucking sue us. Please don't. Well, we don't have any money. We spend it all on this fucking holiday, so there you go. No, the guys, thanks very much for listening, and we'll be back with you guys soon. Ciao.